Excuse me, could you point me in the direction of Scream City? Never mind, I think I found it. Happy Halloween, horror freaks! And welcome back to Scream City. I'm your host, Jessica. And I'm Monica. And today is our Halloween special. It is. I'm so excited. Me too. Don't you just love Halloween? I can feel it in the air. I can feel it in my bones. I can... I can feel it in other places that I will not mention. Okay. <laughs> hey, that was Monica, not me. <laughs> that was Monica. Y'all hanging out with Jessica for too long. Yeah. Um, it's a lot. Um, but yeah, we're finally, um, you know, we're finally celebrating Halloween and mm. I'm so excited. We will be talking about the classic slasher film, Halloween. Yeah. So, do you think it's a, cl- it's, it's, a, awesome. it's an OG classic? I, I do feel like we call every movie, we talk about a classic, but this is the OG, OG yeah. classic. This is an OG classic. Yeah. So, um, so we couldn't pass up the Halloween season without talking about Halloween, of course. Um, so for this episode, however, however, we will be skipping out on the life updates since you guys will be hearing that from us tomorrow in tomorrow's yeah. episode. But anyway, Monica, take it away. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so I have a lot of feelings about this film, as I say about every film, Same. right? Yeah. I, I just think it's so. It's so great. Personal opinion. I genuinely love the Rob Zombie Halloween. Okay. I think it's really good. Um, don't get me wrong. I'm not putting it above this, you mm-hmm. know, the 1978 classic. But there's just something about the Rob Zombie one that makes me... It's just so much darker. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what, like, drew me in. Yeah. But, you know. Um, so, Jessica, why don't you just go ahead and start off by telling us uh, for the first your first time watching it. Um, and your favorite kill and scene. Yeah. So... I I watched this movie for the first time a few years ago, I will admit. Mm. Maybe mm-hmm. about six or seven years ago. Okay. I do know that my sister's the one who showed it to me, and I instantly, honestly, became obsessed with it. Um, <laughs> I think just the overall simplicity of the creepiness that Michael Myers kind of, like... Exudes. Exudes. Yeah, he's just, crazy. It's just right. You know what I mean? A hundred percent. And I honestly just really enjoyed it. Uh, I obviously did get some good scares out of it. It was my first time watching it back then. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, you, you don't expect some of the jump scares or some of the eeriness of the yeah. movie. And it's just... I think for a good 70... Which we're going to go a little bit later into, like, how, you know, everyone that was involved in this film made this film to be. But I think they just did such an incredible job. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> so my favorite scene... Uh, there were there were quite a bit that I wanted to mention, but m- honestly, the ones that I all the ones that I wanted to mention were just Michael being creepy, yeah, and, and stalkery. Um, but I think Typical one of my stalker. favorite one of my favorite is when the three girls are coming back home from school, mm-hmm. and um, I think it's Linda who's who is the first one to leave, and she's walking to her yeah. to her house, mm-hmm. and then you just see like a cut scene to Michael Myers. Hiding behind some bushes in complete <laughs> being, stalker being and complete simp creep mode. I love it. It's so funny, but still creepy, and I appreciate the simplicity of it. Yeah, because you know they obviously didn't do anything too crazy. They just yeah, like they're just right like there. let's make him creepy. Yeah, and he looks so funny too, dude. My oh my god, I watched this not that long ago, and the amount of times that I was like not dying laughing, but I was just like, dude, this guy is again. We had mentioned it in the Terrifier one episode that. Like, he's so unintentionally mm-hmm. funny that I'm like, dude, there's no way. Yeah. He's... I love him. Um, <clears throat> my favorite kill. 
Come on now. <laughs> My fave. Personally, too. this was not hard. Um, they were all really good, um, but nothing beats Bob's death. I like Bob's death, not too. Not only is it iconic, but it's just so cool. It is really cool. Like, honestly, I think that may have been the biggest jump scare throughout the whole movie for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I swear it still gets me every time. <laughs> like, I, I was recently watching it, and I was like, yeah, that's that still got me. Um, and the fact that he stays stuck to the wall I think, afterward, or, uh, yeah, yeah, like, the door, yeah. being stuck to the wall with mm-hmm. whatever he pins him up with a knife, I think. Yeah. Um, I think the thing about Michael Myers and more than I think, like, Jason or mm-hmm. um, sometimes Freddy's, like, any other slasher is that his always feels so personal. Yeah. Like, when he's killing you. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I think it's just so, like, like, what did he do to you? Yeah. Like, like he Bob was do? fucking... He was... <laughs> He was, he was getting it in, being doing the nasty. Mm-hmm. So now... Because of that, <laughs> you're going to die. No, because of that, you're going to die. Yeah. My boy Michael has trauma. Yes, he does. He does. But anyway, I, I love that. I love that kill. It's a good one. It's, I like that kill a lot, it's too. It's sick and just totally iconic. I love it, too. I think my favorite thing about that, and um, it's something that I had um, that... Uh, who was it? Tommy Lee Wallace was mm-hmm. like helping kind of producer direct. I can't remember. And they had told Nick mm-hmm. like, okay, just walk towards me. And then he was like, okay. And then he was like, okay, yeah, perfect. And then they were like, they were like, tilt your head like to the left and to the right. And then he did it. And then they're like, oh, beautiful. And they're like, it's almost like if, if he was admiring his work. And yeah. that is so funny because that's exactly what he does. Like when he kills Bob, he's just like staring at it. Like, like mm. slightly tilting his head. He's like, like, whoa, I did that. Yeah. Per or like what, 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 what I think whenever I see that scene is like, he's kind of criticizing it. He's like, what could I have done better? What could I have done better to make this worse? Mm, worse. <laughs> yeah. Right. In the best way. In the best way. He said, but other than that, I slayed. Mm-hmm. Okay, next. Quite literally. <laughs> literally slayed. slayed. <laughs> As he should. What about you, Monica? <clears throat> oh, man. I, I don't remember when I watched this for the first time. It was so long ago. Shocking, I know. Um, but I have this sense of remembering that this was a movie that I caught on TV, like when it was playing on okay. TV, I think. Yeah. When I was younger and I watched it by myself in my room or something. I don't know. I, I could be completely making that up. But it's just like a feeling that I get of nostalgia and like a bit of comfort. So I'm going to assume, you know, something within that. So this movie for me is a huge seasonal movie that I have to watch every Halloween. I always make time for this movie and Trick or Treat. But, you know, recently I watched this movie on a rainy day at home. So nice. my room was dark because there was no sun out i could hear the rain i lit a candle i made coffee in a skull mu- in a skull mug and i watched this movie and i it brought me utter bliss i love that for you the way you posted a, a story and i was like i, I did i posted a story on my instagram and i i was living for it and then i was so upset because i had to go to work like an mm-hmm. hour later yeah but uh, it was just so good and there's something so comforting about this movie mm-hmm. like i think and i think almost any genuine like horror fan can say that whether you find this movie scary or horrific like whatever it is there's just something about michael myers mm-hmm. that you're like mm. yeah because <laughs> i know he, I, I love michael well i love here's the thing Mikael myers Mikael. Mikael myers um miguel morales <laughs> miguel, miguel. <laughs> but, i love miguel morales yeah. Shout out. um i feel like 
a, a reasoning why he might feel very comforting is because he doesn't talk. Dude, he's one of the he's one of the silent killers, and yeah. I think there's just something so like. Why are you comforting thinking? about silence? You know, what there's I mean? something comforting mm-hmm. about silence, right? Yeah. But starting off with my favorite scene, I might have to be a bit basic, and I say. And I feel like this is going to become a a trend for me, but Mm -hmm. I love the opening scene. Mm -hmm. I love the opening scene. I'm a huge, huge sucker for a continuous shot. There's something about a a scene that's shot in a a single, like, sitting Mm -hmm. that is just so amazing to me. I love it when I watch them, like, in the Conjuring movies because it's, like, it's kind of a a thing that they do. The one that they did for Haunting of Hill House, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Do you remember? Yeah. It's so good. And, and it was so funny because I was watching like the behind the scenes for this and they, you know, they had said that it took them so many tries because they kept trying to move things out of the way and they kept trying to like whatever. But the, but the thing back then is that they had a camera that only let them film for, for like a certain amount of minutes. Mm -hmm. And so they're like, well, we can't get the entire scene in this minute. So what can we do to cut it up? So, you know, the scene in the beginning where we are at, you know, baby Michael's POV Mm -hmm. And where he picks up the the clown mask yeah. and he puts it on and that's, you can kind of tell, but it's kind of where they cut it mm-hmm. and then they start again. And I think it's like super, super cool. I like those. Cause it's like, oh my God, what's going to, like, like you guys you took know... no break. Yeah. Like yeah. they just, I don't know. It's just, it's, they're just so sexy to me. Mm-hmm. I love them. Mm-hmm. I love them so much. But, but I think it's, but I think it's so nice. I love, again, the, the POV that we get of baby Michael and seeing him experience his first human kill because I'm we don't, more we than don't sure talk. that he killed animals before. We don't talk about that. Yeah. I mean, he killed two dogs yeah, in this entire movie. Yeah. It was awful. We don't, we don't like that. Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> I, and we also kind of get to see why he's so obsessed with like killing babysitters and more so specifically while they're having sex and why it became, I think, a trend in a lot of slasher yeah. movies. And I don't know, there's just, there's nothing like a 70s, 80s slasher kill. Because when he's killing her, she's just so like, oh, mm-hmm. oh, Michael, oh, like you could tell. It's yeah. like so, but it's it's so dramatic. It's so simple and it's, it just does the trick. I'm like, Miss Girl, he is. My girl, all titties out. Number one. All titties out, ass number out. Two, she's. He is a child. He's a child. You could easily kick him. You could easily kick him, took him to the side, but no. No. Yeah, she, she kind of stood there and took the kill, so. And I don't know if you've noticed, but there, um, other than the sister killing, there's mm-hmm. not a lot of blood in the movie. Something that Erwin Yoblins, who is the creator of Halloween, he had mentioned that, you know, he's like, I don't want, you know, I don't want the shocker effect of like extreme gore. You know, I don't want, pe- I don't want people to be disgusted. Mm-hmm. I want people to literally be scared of something of, of evil. Mm-hmm. And so he was like, so I don't want like all the blood and like all the guts. And it's so funny because one of the like FX makeup artists was like, I have blood if y'all need it. Oh. And he goes, no, 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 we're good. <laughs> I love that. Um, so other than the sister, other than the sister skills, you don't see yeah. a lot of blood in the movie. Um, Cause he was like, I just want genuine fear. Yeah. And, and that's exactly what he did. And I, and he did really good with it. I think so. there's, there's a difference between fear and gore. Oh, hundred um, percent. But we're going to get into that in, in tomorrow's episode. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But yeah. So I, which I, you know, I think is awesome. And I think they played off really well because this movie is still pretty scary without all the gore. 100%. So, see? You know, speaking of a little bit of gore, moving on to my favorite kill. I'm going to have to go with the kill right after Bob's, which is Linda's. Um, I love how he kills her with the phone cord. Because it's also pretty iconic. I feel like um, I've seen all types of costumes from this film. So, like, you know, Laurie Strode, Mm -hmm. obviously Michael Myers, and um, 
Michael Myers in, in his ghost yeah, sheet with like Bob's that. glasses. Um, and I see, I see quite a few Lindas, which, okay. uh, like when, you know, in the scene where she's getting killed in her, like her lingerie and stuff. And it's a common one. And so I love, I think what, what made me obsessed with the kill is that, you know, she's trying to call Lori next door and he takes the phone, wraps it around her neck and, and is strangling her. And then, you know, she plops, she dies. And then, and then he puts the phone to, cause she, cause Lori's on the other line, like, Linda, Linda, yeah. are you okay? He's like, he puts the phone to his ear, like, hello? <laughs> he looks like he wants to, like, answer and just be like, hi. Like, yeah, she's here. Yeah. Um, she can't talk on the phone right now. She can't now, talk, but, um... though. And I just thought it was so funny, and I thought it was, like, really cute. I love that. Yeah. You know, the, the beginning of the episode, I feel like here and there we were sort of mentioning about other slashers, yeah. um, or kind of talking about them. But the one that I really wanted to talk about is Scream. I love Scream. Which is like, why are we talking about Scream? We're talking about Halloween. Well, it's because, as many of you know, this movie, Halloween, is sort of featured, um, I don't know if that's the right word, but it's, it's sort of featured on Scream. The first I feel like Scream. Scream pays like a bit of an ode to mm-hmm. Halloween 100%. in Scream. So it, but they do a lot of references. Yeah, a lot of references. For mm-hmm. example, when we're at Stu's house and Randy's talking about the rules of surviving a horror movie, which was to never say, you know, like, I'll be back. And mm-hmm. Stu goes on um, to like grab some more beer and asks Randy if he wants any. And he's like, okay. I'll, I'll be, be back. back. <laughs> and that's literally what happened to Bob. Yeah, that's um, true. So thank and you. And then he went to go get a beer too. Yeah. Because Linda told him to. Yeah. So thank you, Bob, for being the one, for being one of the first prime examples as to why you should follow the rules of yeah. surviving a horror film. Yeah. Um, although because of his kill, I think the rules of surviving a horror film exist. Yeah, but of course. Still, of course. You know what I mean? Don't ever say you'll be back. Yeah. And always be in a group and never have sex. You have to be a virgin. All <laughs> that good stuff. Stay a virgin if you want to yeah. survive a horror film. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. just, it's amazing. And I love those little features and yeah, it's references. Cute. They're my favorite. Mm-hmm. And especially when you like catch on because you're mm-hmm. like, wait, I know what that means. Mm-hmm. I love it. Mm-hmm. I saw on TikTok. I thought I could have sworn you told me, but maybe I saw a TikTok of it. I think I saw a TikTok of it where um, in the beginning scene, whenever Casey's parents walk in and then her dad tells her mom, like, hey, I need you to go across the street and call the McKenzie's or tell the McKenzie's, you know, next door to the McKenzie's and tell them to call 911. Mm-hmm. It's what Lori tells the kids that she's babysitting. Um, she tells them, I need you to go across the street to the McKenzie's and I need you to tell them to go call 911. Mm, I, I think Wes Craven took a lot from yeah. <laughs> inspiration. Well, whoever wrote the script for a screen did a, a quite a bit of an ode to, to Halloween, which I think is is really cool and really neat because both are very OG classic like slasher films. Um, another little Easter egg in the movie as well, when the movie that Laurie puts on for Tommy is The Thing. Yeah. Like, it's it's the movie that they're watching as, like, the horror movie for Halloween, and it's another, obviously, John mm-hmm. Carpenter, like, classic. You know what I completely forgot in this movie? What? That we actually see Michael's face reveal for, like, a good second. And mm-hmm. I I forgot about that. Um, After Laurie takes off his masks, ma- after he takes Multiple off his... Masks. She takes <laughs> off his mask. And, do- and right before Dr. Loomis shoots him and he, he ends up falling out the window. And I, and I don't know what they meant to go with that because they show it for a brief second because she takes it off and his face is a bit deformed on one side. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, he, obviously he puts it back on. And he's like, ah, there's just something I don't about- think you guys have heard of the actress. Um, 
of who plays Laurie Strode. She's like not really well known. She's she's really not. She's, she's not actually, in a lot of movies. She's very low key. Yeah. She's not. She's I, definitely not on Activia yogurt uh, Acti- commercials. I completely forgot about yeah. that bitch. Oh my god. Yeah, no, yeah. Um, she's uh, but she's cool though. Yeah. I uh, I think she played Laurie very well. Yes. And I Shut like how. Her. We almost everyone knows who we're talking about, and we don't even we don't even have to say her name. Yeah, we don't. We don't. I think she's amazing. What's her yeah. name again? What's like her name? Kurt, um, something. Kurt Curtis. Lee. Kurt, Lee, I don't Lee know. Jamie Curtis. Jamie, something like that. Jamie, yeah. yeah. No, no but her. um, no. The the cast is is really really good. Um, and I honestly, do. I mean, I'm sure people nowadays are like, oh, this acting is trash because it was from the 70s, but I honestly, think the acting I think, was pretty decent I for like the acting a 70s was film. Decent, yeah. yeah, I thought it was pretty um, good. And of course, I mean, he's not, I mean, I, I, technically he's part of the cast, but John Carpenter, of course, iconic oh, yeah. horror um, director, Dude. just overall amazing. And speaking of John Carpenter, he is going to attend the convention that Monica and I are going to next year. It would be real. It would be an honor, honestly, uh, to meet him, and we will definitely let you guys know if we do. If we have the opportunity, yeah. if money allows, if money allows, if money allows, if we God will see. Sees fit. If God see fit, we will see. We will turn. What does he say? If God if see, see fit, fit, I'm gonna be eleven in May. May. <laughs> yeah. If God see fit, we will meet John Carpenter in May. Yeah. yeah. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm excited. So we'll, we'll have to see that. But mm-hmm. talking about the cast, we have to start off with the two most obvious actors. Yeah, that was awful. Um, who bring this film together. Um, Nick Castle and Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee I Curtis. I love her so the, much. The OG final girl. She is the OG final girl. I would personally, though, like to thank Jamie Lee Curtis for being nearly an everything I find comforting and I'm not even joking when I say that do you do you have like certain actors like that that you just watch what they're in because it's them and then you're like 100% Steve Carell Steve Carell that is I love that man too I have a lot of comfort actors as well Steve Mm Carell is definitely one of them Jamie Lee Curtis Simon Pegg and Nick Frost not so much for me but I can see that um Adam Sandler is another one Mm -hmm. for me it's just so many so many and Jamie Lee is, is one of those for me, and I, I have a few others, but, you know, we'll we'll get into that whenever yeah. we go over their movies. But um, there's just, you know, her and Nick Castle have such, like, a great on-screen killer and victim chemistry, mm-hmm. if you will, which, really quickly, something about Jamie's parents that I wasn't aware until recently was I knew her dad was famous, but I did not know that her mom was yeah. the victim in Psycho. Yeah. I wasn't aware of that. And that's the reason why Erwin Yablins was like, oh, you want to hire Jamie Lee Curtis? They're like, eh, I don't know. We don't really know what she's in. And then he found out that her mom was in Psycho. And he's yep. like, oh, ultimate horror screen. Like, she has to be great. So a little bit of nepotism there. But it's fine. <laughs> it's, it's fine because it's, fine. it's Jamie Lee. And that's all. Yeah. And I think this was also her first, like, major, major role. She was in a few other things before this, obviously. But I think Halloween was like her, whoa. This girl is great. Yep. Her greatest hit. So, yeah. So, apologies um, to Jamie Lee Curtis. I, I'm sorry. I didn't know that beforehand. <laughs> but one another fun fact about this film is that it was filmed during the springtime in 1978. So, there was a bit of a <laughs> pumpkin shortage. <laughs> yeah. If you will. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> they literally also filmed this movie in 20 days. 
In less than a month. In Can you imagine? They were like, all right, go, 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 go. Personally, I low-key see it. But. Really? Well, I guess. Well, also, I feel like it was all filmed in, like, one location. I don't think they yeah. had to go through, like. They didn't have to do too much. Yeah, I'm exactly. sure nowadays movies are filmed in, like, within. Four know. different states, yeah. locations. Yeah. Like, no matter where you are. I, again, I can go on for days when, when it comes to facts. Um, because I think filmmaking is just so cool and i love seeing you know what goes on behind the scenes and stuff <laughs> you know the scene where doc the one of the beginning scenes where dr loomis and the nurse are in the car and they're on their way to the mm-hmm. psych ward to pick up michael miguel, miguel. <laughs> what miguel Morales. <laughs> um to pick up to pick him up that scene dr loomis the which is well donald um Pleasance? Yeah, Donald Pleasance, who plays Dr. Loomis, he was actually drunk oh. in that scene because they had found out that he was just like getting drunk in his like trailer for a oh. long time. So this man was drinking on a job. And John Carpenter was like, You better, what do you mean? Like, you know, obviously they were like, What the fuck is wrong with you? Like, you're, you have to be at least coherent to film right. this. Like, yeah. you have a pretty long dialogue in this scene. Like, you have to, I couldn't even tell that that man was drunk in that scene. Mm-mm. They were like, He did it. Next. I will definitely, you know, take a closer look next time i watch that's it what I, I that's know. what i said i was like damn i'm gonna watch a little bit closer but yeah he was completely shit-faced i don't know how you do your research but i do my research which i do my research after watching the movie yeah but now thinking about it i'm like i should probably do it i'm before. gonna look into it, especially if i know if i've watched the movie yeah. i'm just gonna watch it first and then pick up on things later yeah i love that it's but great that's crazy right not him drinking on the job seriously must be like nice. <laughs> <laughs> but um let's also mention the music in this movie because it is pretty intense and it's just so well known too and it's just again like you said Mm -hmm. iconic um and you can you can't say that you don't know the halloween theme song honestly because even if you've never seen the movie yeah you even if you've never seen the movie you can't say you don't know who miguel morales is and Mm -hmm. you don't know who like what his theme song is that like um and i think the exorcists are super famous and obvious as well and i honestly think john carpenter knew exactly what he was doing that man when he was creating those absolute bangers honestly so if anyone who knows music i'm pretty sure this is like synth music again correct me if i'm wrong simp music (laughs) yes yes simp music simp music um synth music i think has to do with like like the pianos i think so probably i went to my job the other day to pick some i left something at my job and i went to go pick it up Mm -hmm. and i parked parallel uh parallel in front of my store i get out and again i'm I'm driving my sister's Mm -hmm. car i get out and i hear a honk and in my mind i'm like oh they must be honking at the you know the person to go because the light turned green whatever Mm -hmm. a work truck pulls up right next to me and i you know, immediately I was like, fight or flight. <gasps> oh I was like, God. I'm, I'm about That's to fight these people. Scary. And this gu- this guy rolls down his window and he's like, hey, where you get your Michael Myers sticker from? <gasps> and I was like, <laughs> I was like, okay. Stop in traffic just to know where you got your sticker and from. And honestly, I was like, in my mind, I was like, I don't fucking know. And I just blurted out the first thing that I, that I thought of. And I was like, uh, Amazon. And he goes, cool. And I was like, the fuck it was just like, so fucking like random. why would you do it in such a creepy like, way don't you know us women are fine for our exactly. lives out here i'm like, bro, like just please fucking google be it. Don't, don't honk. this is another little psa don't honk 
at Don't people. honk at strangers. Easily, just Google it. Just Google it, or if you really want to know and you need to know from the person, just be like, hi. I'm so sorry. Like, approach like, them. Like, them down. Don't honk yeah, at them. Yeah, don't like... honk at them and almost run them over. Yeah. Uh, back to this classic. <laughs> Seriously, this film has a great group of people who worked on this film from the obvious one to, you know, John Carpenter, the director, who at the time wasn't even um, known or even into making horror movies. He just wanted to make movies. Erwin, mm-hmm. um, Urban Yoblins, who is the creator had watched one of the movies that John Carpenter, like one of his John Carpenter's like very first mm-hmm. films that everyone thought was so shitty. But Erwin Yoblins was like, hey, I kind of like it. It's I like his style. Yeah. It got potential. He's like, how about, you know, I got this idea of, you know, the serial killer who stalks babysitters. You want to you wanna get on on this? And John Carpenter was like, sure, whatever. And now he is a horror king. Mm-hmm. And I love that for him. So good for him. I recently watched the... Um, the movies that made us on Netflix. It's a show that I highly recommend to anyone who is like really obsessed with knowing how really like a list films became to be because they go over all of that and they talk to people who are like working on the film and things like that. So you get a lot of behind the scenes, which is really cool. But I watched the one with the Halloween episode. It was just really good to watch. I, I just like I really enjoyed it. Wasn't it um the wasn't the original name for this movie going to be like the shape? Or something. Something like I that. I think that's what they refer to him throughout the movie. Yeah, they do. They, in the in the show that I was watching, they had said that, again, Irwin's kind of idea for Michael Myers was just pure evil. Which is what they kind of refer to him, even to the movies that they made this, you know, today. Right. About him, is that he's just the epitome of, like, evil. Right. And so, they, you know, this is what the shape of evil looks like in human form, or, like, in what people want to you know, kind of see if that makes sense. I don't really know how to explain it, but yeah, basically. And then they had realized, like, they were like, well, I mean, let's maybe shoot ball, you know, spitball some other ideas. And 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 they just went with the most simple one. They went with the most simple one because they were like, well, this takes place on Halloween. Right. And it's something that is that can be very seasonal for a lot of people. And they were like, um, they're like, why not just simply name it, you know? something simple when it takes place and then people can use it every Halloween. Before we move on, I just need to talk about the infamous mask of Miguel Morales because <laughs> I'm not going to live that down. This shit killed me. But I need to talk about the mask really quickly because when I was watching the show, they go over like how like how the mask came about. So, Tommy Lee, it was Tommy Lee's job to find the mask that was supposed to be for Michael. And the only description that he was given from the script was a blank face. And this man, so he went to a costume Halloween shop and he picked out two masks, a saddish looking clown type of mask and a Captain Kirk mask, which if you're not familiar with who Captain Kirk is, he is a character from Star Trek. (laughs) Um, And he had said that whenever he walked into the shop, it was a lot of like Richard Nixon and like Mm. kind of like human like, um, type of faces and Captain Kirk was I guess the most blank one that they noticed but Tommy Lee he went back uh, you know to fix the Captain Kirk one and he said that he shaved the eyebrows he shaved the sideburns he opened up the eye holes um, and then he spray painted a white and then he dyed or spray painted the hair dark brown and when they tested both of them they said that the blank face one just made him feel completely creeped out mm-hmm. but like 
Can you imagine that an infamous infamous Halloween mask or costume is based off of your face and you're not even in the film? I, I would be honored. I love it. And listen, <laughs> knowing my God complex, dude, I would never let anyone forget. I'd have been like, you know, that's me, right? Yeah. You know, that's me. But also, I totally get where they're coming from. And I think the fact that they got rid of like the eyes, obviously. Yeah. And it's just like pitch dark, like pitch black. Yeah. It's just so creepy. Because and- I think there's something about one hiding behind a mask, but the only thing that you see that's real or that's real about michael is his eyes Mm -hmm. like his eye movements and yeah like that's the only thing that you can see which he doesn't really give much eye direction but like i think it's it's insane but moving on to the episode i think it's time for a little would you rather yeah (laughs) Um, (laughs) i love the jingle (laughs) so for this special Mm -hmm. okay hit me with your bishop would you rather be in a room with 100 michael myers but only one of them is actually Michael Myers, and the rest are just people dressed up as him. They fakes. Yeah. They're fake. Fake ass people. Phonies. Or be stuck in a room with the real Michael Myers and try to fight him off. In this scenario, are the hundreds of Michael Myers trying to kill me? No. No? No. But, but eventually, can... the real Michael Myers will find a way to maybe get me? Yeah. Okay. That's actually scary. Both scenarios are pretty scary. Yeah. Because I, I hate not knowing. Same. I hate not knowing. It makes my anxiety go crazy. I think I would be, I'd rather be stuck in a room with one Michael Meyer and try to fight him off. Okay. Michael Meyer. (laughs) One Michael Meyer. One Michael Meyer, please. (laughs) And just try to fight him off. Okay. Um, Because one, uh, like I mentioned in the haunt episode, being in a room full of like, you know, th- those type of rooms where there's like a million of them and you don't know which ones, which are, real, ones are real and which ones are not. It's so creepy. It is extremely creepy. So creepy. And number two, I think it would honestly be very embarrassing um, <laughs> for all of those other 99 people to watch me get beat up and killed by Michael Myers. That's And I true. can't let my God complex, you know... Down. So you'd rather die so, in solidarity. So- I'd rather solidarity. die alone. Yeah. Um, so that way no one can see me except for Michael Myers. And it, guess what? It's not like he's going to go brag about it. That's true. Because he's like, you're just another kill. Yeah. And he also just doesn't talk in general. So mm. That's me personally. Okay. Okay. The only reason I would want to choose the 100 Michael Myers is because I would try to form like an Avengers team, but like full of Michael Myers. Michael Myers. And just be like, look, listen. But. Like, what if they all thought that they were there? Because they were doing, like, a costume contest. No. My thing is, like, <laughs> is, like, how, like, what if you and, like, the other Michael Myers are like, yeah, let's get him. Let's get him. Blah, blah, blah. I would like to think that I could beat him. Obviously, I know, logistically speaking, and all of that, that he would obviously kill me. But I, I think the as long as I tried, mm-hmm. it's enough for me. Okay. Sure, I died, but, you know, at least but I tried. it's the fact that I fought. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of want to try. I want to test. I want to test out my, you know, fit sense. And I'm going to say I'm going to go with the with the room with the 100 Michael Myers. I don't know. Never mind. Yeah. No, I'll fight him. I'll fight him individually. I, ch- I choose the room. I choose oh. the room with the one. Okay. 
Okay, well, now that we're at the end of the episode, let's rate this classic. Again, we have two scales, a scary scale and a satisfactory scale. Just because a movie is good doesn't mean it's always doesn't always mean it's scary. So, Jess, what are your ratings? Scary scale, um, honestly, I'm going to give it a, a 7 out of 10. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it had decent jump scares, mm-hmm. just the, like I mentioned at the beginning. Just the simplicity of the eeriness and j- the cr- overall creepiness yeah. stalker mm-hmm. mode, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm always a sucker for that. And, yeah, a good 7 out of 10 for scary, uh, scary scale. Satisfactory scale, I will give that one an, an eight and a half out of ten. Eight and a half, yeah. Again, classic film. Mm-hmm. Uh, I personally really like it. Mm-hmm. Is it my all-time favorite? Mm-hmm. No, personally. Okay. Um, it's it's not my all-time favorite classic. Okay. But I like it a yeah. lot, mm-hmm. and it's iconic. It's, yeah. It's awesome. And it will not never you having die. an opinion, <laughs> not me having an opinion, right? Different um, from mine, right? No, but it, um, but um, no. Halloween in general will never go out of style. And, it won't. And I, I think that's I one of the that. movies. Yeah, that they, I think they did really well with choosing the theme. I think they did really well with choosing characters, costumes, mm-hmm. like everything about. All of these films and the franchise in general, I think they do really, really well with even the ones that were you know kind of like off chart and like remade if that makes sense like again i i love the rob zombie one i think it does really well i think he went really dark with michael as a child and i think he extended on that and i think it's i don't know there's something about the rob zombie one that i genuinely enjoyed it's definitely a lot more gore Mm -hmm. and you know me and my i I just feel like this movie um will always be out will always be around yeah i appreciate that Part one, part two, part three to remakes to to the final like, one, to the that final just came one, out. which I wasn't a fan of either. But you watched it. I watched, yeah, I watched it. It's I um, watched it. I have my opinions about it, and they're not all of them are great. But you know what? That's fine. Not every classic needs to be great. Like mm-hmm. you know, when they try to extend the franchise and everything. What so. about you? Um, rating my scary scale, yeah, at the same. It's a 7 out of 10. Um, it gives the eeriness, the creepiness, everything that Erwin Yablins wanted about this film or wanted for this film for, you know, to show to everyone. I think it's exactly what I got. So I appreciate it. And, um, it's scary. It's not, again, it's not a complete gore. It doesn't feed off my fear of like haunted houses. Right. Like, it's not extremely scary to me, but it's enough for me to be like, ooh satisfactory scale mine's a 10 out of 10 mm-hmm. i genuinely love this movie i find it comforting i can watch this any time of the season um but halloween season i watch it at least 10 times i love that <laughs> so and i think it's an overall really good movie it's a good movie to i think start off maybe um your horror movie oh 100 you know, journey i think if you're st- if you wanted to try getting yourself into horror and, you know, kind of don't know where to base on where to start, there's definitely, a, you know, a whole line. But I think Halloween is a real good one. It's it's a bit of an oldie, so you kind of don't get the special effects and, yeah. like, everything that we have today. So it doesn't look as realistic, if that makes sense. So that helps to kind of split reality from you know um, yeah. uh, a movie um michael myers gives off the creepy eerie mm-hmm. you know stalker vibe um and it's an overall really good movie and it's it's entertaining and it's 
it's great. I think it's a really good one. I think people would enjoy it a lot. And I feel like we might sound like a broken record saying, like, this is a good one to start off with, but... If you Do, notice, don't start off with terrifier. Don't don't start no. off with haunt or trick or treat or trick or treat. Well, honestly, is, I yeah, feel like no, trick or treat when you're more, a little more comfortable with gore at least. You're yeah. in the middle. Um, but we'll you'll notice that we only say this about certain ones certain that you ones. really can just watch and say, okay, that still scared me though, and you're like, okay, great. So, but I think that concludes this episode. I'm sad our Halloween festivities are over, but listen, <laughs> Halloween will forever live in our hearts. Halloween is a forever season yeah. um, for both of us. For so sure. I love everything about Halloween, everything from cute pumpkins to jack like from cute pumpkin jack-o'-lanterns to scary costumes and scary movies, yeah. like everything else in between. I know I don't like haunted houses, but I like the thought of people going <laughs> to them and having fun and going through them and, you know, having scary movie nights. I like decorating the house with not the aesthetic type of pumpkin white orange oh, and stuff so i like throwing scary shit on my yeah, walls 100 <laughs> it also kicks off scorpio season Ooh, i don't know about that part that i think scorpio season is probably the scariest the scariest thing part about. of this entire season yeah 100 yeah, <laughs> percent. i love it so much though but so. um but if you liked this Halloween special, uh, definitely listen to some other episodes where our flow is pretty much the same. And feel free to follow our social media so you can stay up to date on what movies we cover. Yeah, we follow some pretty cool movies, mm -hmm. you know. But yeah, stay tuned for our regular scheduled episode, which will be tomorrow, where we talk about Tire Fire 2. Mm -hmm. Very excited to talk about Art the Clown. Art the Clown. We have that a lot to say about does. that. Ow. <laughs> Um, you guys will hear our thoughts about that t tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah. But until then, happy, happy Halloween, Horror Freaks. Freaks. Stay safe and, and stay spooky. spooky.